Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. And welcome back to the second part of Sacred Space in West Limerick 102. I said, my name is John Keeley, joined in studio by Father Michael Liston, uh, and Keeley and Rena Curtin. Now, we were all at the IEC there a number of weeks back. Uh, of course, just remind people again, the IEC ran from the 10th of June to the 17th of June. So Father Michal and Rena come here this morning to give us their experiences as to what they found with the IEC. Father, I might just kick off for yourself. Were you there for the whole for the whole lot or just parts of well, it? No, I w- watched the opening on television the same as a lot of people did. Okay. Yeah. I was able to attend on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I went up again with the parishioners in, from West Limerick, uh, Abbey Field, Templeton, Tornafalamon Collins and Atea on the Sunday to Croke Park. And uh, it was all, well, for me anyway, it was a great experience. And the first thing, I suppose, that most people who I've met who are there, they talk about the atmosphere of friendship mm, and yeah. meeting all these people from all over the country, all over the world. Yeah, fantastic. Met a person from Burma, met a person from Brazil, I met a person from Kerry. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, they were there too. Yeah. <laughs> they were there too. Yeah. And it was that whole ease and joy of meeting people yeah. that was so open. And I think it's terribly important, I think, to see that in the context of what the whole International Christian Congress was about, communion with Christ and with one another. And that bell that had gone around the country, that was a bit of a wake-up call, as it were. And people began to notice. And then there was a quiet preparation in parishes at prayers at Mass, that personal prayer, adoration of Blessed Sacrament, groups in reflection in Lexa Divina groups and all uh, maybe a very hidden but a quiet hope was being nursed and I think that kind of began to as it were come over the, the radar or become public at the at the opening scene in Croke yeah, Park yeah. and then the, the great music of course and all the excitement of the occasion began to grow and then on Monday at the RDS there was a great um sense again of people mixing, meeting, Hmm. and the theme was the communion that we're all in as baptized Christians. It was a very ecumenical day. High Pines was an ecumenical service led by the Church of Ireland, Archbishop of Dublin, Archbishop Michael Jackson. Hmm. And then for me, a great highlight was the present prior of Taizé, that ecumenical monastery in France that attracts thousands of young people all through the summer. And uh, they were high pines. But I think, for me, uh, very close to the core of what I would like to <laughs> maybe cry out about the Eucharistic Congress. Okay. We had that I experienced in Dublin and, and other people experiencing was the kind of friendship with each other, yeah. access to each other, the bonding with each other, that being friends with Christ inv- offers us. Yes. Now, I could say that it is great at the Eucharistic Congress. It is so obvious that we relax and we're happy to meet everybody. And the same thing happens in Lourdes. We relax and we're happy to meet everybody. But the danger is, of course, when we come home, we kind of maybe lapse into, uh, we lower our expectations of each other. We are more prosaic and more day-to-day and busy and practical. Mm. But... The invitation is always there 
that once we allow the law to be the Lord of our hearts, we are invited to let the whole world in and be glad <laughs> to be friends with everybody. Lovely. Father, thank you very much, Dave, for that introduction to it. Rena, you were there for a few days? I was there from Monday to Sunday. So I was working as a volunteer for the week and my my job involved greeting people at the door of the youth space, which I absolutely loved as a job because it really it really made me aware of the number of people f- who had come from abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, you would be told that there are many international pilgrims, but working in as a greeter <laughs> as such. Yeah enabled me to experience it for myself I was shaking hands with people and I'd hear that oh I'm from the US I'm from Canada I'm from Puerto Rico I'm from Brazil I'm from Belgium I'm from Uganda Ah. it was incredible really incredible and were you there as a volunteer did you say yes exactly for the whole for the whole day for the whole eight days was it exactly I wasn't there for the opening ceremony but I unfortunately but from then on from Monday onwards I was there and did you choose that, you know, did you choose that, that you could work in the youth space or? No, as such, we just completed application forms and were assigned to various sections. So some people were working in ticket sales or stewarding or, but my job happened to be in the youth space and I was very, very satisfied with that. Well, tell us all what happened in the youth space, please. Well, it it was fabulous. It was it was located over in what's called Simmons Court, which was opposite the main area oh, yes, in yes. the RDS. Mm. And basically any young people who arrived were invited, particularly the sixteen to twenty five age group, but it was open to all. Mm-hmm. But you could come in and initially in the morning you would have prayers and icebreakers. And then as such, they conducted workshops. There was a wonderful Christian music group called Lation Ministries, and they were providing music throughout the week. And they provided fantastic energy as well in that everybody was joining in and singing. And they had done entire slideshows with the with the words of their hymns so that people could all join in. So there was a great sense of unity through that. And the organisers had put out cushions and basically everybody just had a seat comfortably on the floor and relaxed and joined in. Yes. And then workshops were organised and you could choose what workshop you'd like to attend. Mm -hmm. There was a prayer space located at the back as well, which was a lovely idea. It gave people a chance to take themselves away from Mm -hmm. the main Mm -hmm. group as they wanted and have a few moments of reflection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the evenings, they'd organize further activities. But my, my shifts were usually in the morning, so I didn't get to come to as many of the evening activities as the morning ones. But. I, be- I believe they were very popular. I think somebody told me when Brother Aloise, Alu- is that how you pronounce his name? From Taisy was there, there was about seven or 800 young people. Yes, I heard that too. Um, I, I heard very enthusiastic reports from some of my volunteer friends throughout the week about mm. that evening. I heard it was really, really beautiful. And we joined with the main pilgrims at different stages throughout the week as well. Uh, For example, for the procession on the Wednesday night. Oh, that must be something special. That was 
just phenomenal. It was really, really beautiful. Uh, a group of us from the youth space were at the front bringing the bell and the various pictures and symbols. Oh, lovely. But as such, then, as you're walking, you don't quite realise the numbers behind you. Mm. But it was the moment of arrival when we actually came to Simmons Court and then we gradually, we saw the pilgrims f- gradually filing in. It was just incredible. There were so many people there. It really, it really brought, it really made me aware of what Father Michal was talking about there a few minutes ago about friendship. And the theme of the Congress really came to life there, that you had communion with Christ but and with an, one another. Mm-hmm. And f- people from so many countries, but also from all over Ireland, coming together and that what united them was their faith. Is that beautiful? And I would suggest that that enthusiasm that those people witnessed there was very infectious. And so maybe later on, as they as they were making their way home, they didn't want to lose that, I assume. Yes, there was an, an incredible energy. You could, I, I really felt it in the youth space. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, there were so many activities during the week, it would have been very possible for organisers mm. to have become tired. But no, there was a constant energy and enthusiasm. As you said, it was infectious. And of course, because there's so many other events organised for the youth around the country, Junior, I'm sure these particular events were probably shared. Like, for instance, I know there's a summer festival going on in Knock and then there's Clan McNoise. And I think people get the wrong idea these days, maybe of my generation, that the youth don't do anything. Well, all I know is that as we were leaving there on the Tuesday, the amount of young people we saw going to the youth space, you know, just loads of them of all sorts of ages. Well, ages now, I'd say maybe from 30 down to maybe teenagers. But it was wonderful for them to see and going with enthusiasm. And we did witness for the few minutes that we were in there people just looking for confession, which you don't usually get of young people these days looking for confession. So people were there, they were, they were happy to experience their, their faith. Is that what you'd say, yes, young people? Yes, most definitely, and happy to share their experiences, as you said. And what can be wonderful about opportunities such as the Congress is that they allow people to share their experiences and realise that they're not isolated within Mm -hmm. the faith because sometimes, well, living in our modern society, you don't always realise just how many people are out there and particularly Mm -hmm. how many people there are abroad. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we can, even if we're not detached within our own diocese, we we don't tend to realise as often how many people are out there Mm -hmm. beyond Ireland. Lovely. Now... That wasn't the only event you were at recently. You were in Lourdes recently, is that right? I was. It was coincidence <laughs> that the two came together. <laughs> okay. Were you with a, a, again? Were you part of a group? I was. I was playing with the musicians and we went as part of the Limerick Diocesan Pilgrimage. And how, how did that go? Again, it was just a fabulous experience. I've, I've been going for a few years now mm-hmm. and it's, it's addictive. <laughs> You'll always want to go back. It's really, really wonderful. You you meet so many people of all generations, of from various different parts of the diocese, and you all have opportunities once again to interact with one another because you all share a faith. Beautiful, Father Michael, were you there too, in Lourdes? Yes, uh, I was. Again, to be. Yeah. There, yes, I'm very fond of the 
place. But again, uh, listening to Rena there, I can't help but think of uh, these great intergenerational scenes. Yes, yes. In Dublin, Croke Park and uh, RDS, all the generations... Yeah. In Lourdes, and this is something extraordinary about the Limerick Pilgrimage, the amount of people under 35 in the Limerick Pilgrimage, yeah. uh, maybe 100 on, 120 under 20 years of age. Wow. And, and, 120, yeah. And <laughs> all the old intergenerational thing of it. And a word I heard Michal O'Mirkerty talking about recently, okay. the importance of a sense of festival, of the experience of festival. And I think that <clears throat> lightness... Friendship in, and maybe we've had, <laughs> be careful now here, but maybe we've had too much, uh, the wrong kind of seriousness in our faith, okay. in our church, okay. uh, a, a wrong kind of solemnity. But the festival lightness, I think, is in some way an air and more of resurrection, more of hope and mm. joy. And when that happens in an intergenerational scene, it is beautiful. It is a new world. It is uh, the grace of resurrection. And one of the key things that happens there in that for the younger generations is, what Rina mentioned there, it creates situations where experiences can be shared mm. and people can maybe in a way validate each other's experiences as young people uh -huh. and realize that, I am not an isolated. There's a great we here in that risen Christian community. Intergenerational festival of lightness. I like it. Father Michal, thank you very much, and Rena. Listen, at this stage, lads, we'll have to go for a break. Because you two were in Lewis, I knew you were in Lewis. I said I'd bring on a piece of music, which we played on the programme before, and just to welcome all the pilgrims from West Limerick who were in Lewis there for the last week. It's by Phil Coulter, and of course it is the Bells of the Angelus. Let's hear this.
Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.